Hello everyone, this is Lori Boyd and I would like to welcome you to Season and Shine, a podcast about how to be the salt and be the light in this world. In this very first podcast, I want to talk to you about what it means to be the salt and be the light. Where did those phrases come from and how can we implement them? How do we live them out in our everyday lives so that we are making a difference in the lives of the people around us? So first of all, to talk a little bit about where the phrases came from, we have to go to the Bible. It was Jesus who first used these phrases and we hear them used by Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount when he was speaking to his followers on the side of a mountain and he told them, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. What did he mean when he said that? And what did the people who were listening think about those words and about that commission to to be those things, to go out and be the light and to go out and be the salt? Well, let's talk first about what it means to be salt. First of all, thinking about it from just our time, modern day, there's some things that we know about salt. First of all, on a very basic level, we know that it makes our food taste better. It adds flavor to food. And so that's kind of the first thing I think of is I think of a a salt shaker and adding salt to things to make it taste better. Then the second thing I think of is the necessity of salt. See, salt comes from sodium and we have to have sodium in our bodies. Sodium helps with the functioning of our nerves and our muscles. And it also helps with our fluid balance. It helps with our volume and our blood pressure. We have to have it. And so those two things come to my mind first. It's it's necessary and it is um, flavorful. But what else? What did the people sitting at the feet of Jesus think when he said, you are the salt? Well, back then in Bible times, salt was very valuable. It was even used um, from time to time as payment. It was worth a lot. So that's one of the things they probably thought of. When, when he said, you were the salt, it, it, it gave this idea of you have value. You are valuable. They could understand that when he said, you are salt. So that's one thing that they, they might have thought of. Another thing that might have come to mind was the preservative function of salt. And we still use salt for that reason today, too. It's a great preservative. It keeps things from being contaminated. It is aseptic. That means it's free from bacteria. And so it prevents things from spoiling. That's something that they might have thought about when Jesus said, you are the salt it might have brought this idea of preventing contamination or or counteracting contamination. Another thing that they might have thought of was possibly the medicinal purposes of salt. Just as it is also a preservative, it's used to clean out wounds, to prevent infection from settling in. So salt would be used in that way as a type of a medical treatment. 
Salt is also used as a fertilizer. It can help things to grow. And if you have a homemade ice cream maker or you've ever seen anyone use one, you know that ice is kind of packed down around the inside container. And in between the ice layers, there are layers of salt, big rock salt. And that salt helps to melt the ice. It helps to melt the ice down. So that's something else that salt is used for. Um, you might think about how salt makes you thirsty. If you've ever eaten a big bag of potato chips or, or maybe some popcorn, you know that salt creates this thirst that needs to be quenched. And so that's another thing you might think of when you think of salt. So when Jesus said to those people sitting on the side of that mountain, you are the salt of the earth. Imagine that in their minds, they were thinking, that means I'm valuable. That means that I can maybe help to prevent something from going bad. I, I, I have sort of a preservative type function. I can help to clean wounds. I can help things grow. I can create a thirst. Well, it sounds kind of silly to say all those things, but how do we do those types of functions in, in everyday life as people? Well, think about that for a second. Think about what you can do in order to drive out contamination or drive away something that is bad. How, what can you do to prevent decay or, or prevent some kind of infection of evil? That is how you can be a preservative. You can help to save people from those kinds of things. You can act as somebody who brings healing to people. And I don't mean in a, in a physical type of a way, but in an emotional or spiritual type of way. I also want you to see that you can melt ice. You can melt down the, the coldness or the hardness maybe around somebody's heart when it comes to to things in this world, when it comes to spiritual things maybe, um, or when it comes to relationships. Um, you can help things grow. Think about good things, how you can bring about positive things, how you can grow um, encouragement and how you can grow joy and how you can grow just all kinds of good things. Think about how you are valuable, how you can bring such good things into the lives of other people and how you can be important in the lives of other people because of your good influence. Think about how you can create a thirst for something better in somebody's life. Think about how maybe you touch the life of someone who maybe is missing something in their life, but then they were around you and you as the salt create this thirst for them that, that needs to be quenched. Maybe, maybe with something better, maybe with something spiritual, maybe it needs to be quenched with the truth. Maybe it needs to be quenched with coming to know who Jesus is and what he did for them. So all of these great, great functions of salt. And Jesus says that is what 
you are. You make a difference in the lives of other people. You have influence and you can do great things. The other thing that he said is you are the light of the world. That one probably is pretty obvious when you think about what that means in our everyday life today. What does light do? Light dispels darkness. Light gets rid of of things that you cannot see. It gets rid of things that are hidden by the darkness. Light brings truth. Light brings knowledge. Light shows people the way. And so when you are the light of the world, you are shining in a world of darkness and 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 maybe pain and and suffering or corruption, evil. You are this little spark of hope. You are this little spark of goodness. And when people see you, and they will because in darkness, even the tiniest light, even the littlest, littlest, tiniest light can be seen from a long, long way away. And your little light might be just what somebody needs to see Jesus. And that's your purpose. Your purpose is to shine so that others can find their way to Christ. You are important. You are valuable. And as salt and as light, you have a purpose. You have a tremendously important purpose to bring goodness to the world and to show people that there's a better way to show people that they can be loved, that they can be helped, that they can find joy, that they can have happiness, that they can find truth, that they can have hope, all of those good, good, good things. And so be the salt and be the light. And to do that, sometimes we have to kind of look at ourselves and see what we need to do to to help ourselves be even better influencers or even better people to make a difference. So that's going to be the purpose of this podcast, to, to look at ways that we can better be the salt and we can better be the light and what we can do to make ourselves season and shine in the lives of the people around us. So I look forward to going on this journey with you. I thank you for listening today and I hope that you have a wonderful day. Remember, Be the salt, be the light, season and shine. Bye-bye.